2: It's showtime folks, enjoy the show.
1: And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Saturday matinee. Hey there, Steve. Good morning. <laughs> it's hard to say that you uh, that I was stealing your line this morning when I was opening the show, but <laughs> I guess you could still <laughs> argue that. <laughs>
2: well, you stole Pete's line. How about
1: that? There you go. Yeah, because yeah. he's not here. I know. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> No, we forgive him. It's fine. It's all fine. Now now we can just steamroll over him uh, with all of our favorite stamp movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's right. I'm sure there was he had so many th- different ones from us. Such yeah.
1: a, a wide
2: variety to choose from.
1: I think he probably chickened out. He probably couldn't get his list together <laughs> and was just like, "I just don't know any stamp movies. I have to bail." I think that's probably <laughs> what happened. <laughs> So, how was your uh, your week this week as far as uh, movie going? It has been horrible. I have been so busy
2: with things. The only thing I really got accomplished this week was on uh, Sunday we had our big Stranger Things viewing party mm. and got through the first four episodes, which are amazing, so much fun. But other than that, it's just been oh, well, we had you know Halloween in the middle of the week, so had you know the kids out. Had, you know, we do a in our neighborhood, a big sort of potluck get together. So there was no movie viewing, you know, early in the week. And it's just been so busy with so many other things going on. I haven't had a chance to get, see anything. I am looking forward to seeing Thor this
1: weekend. So that's one on my, on my list. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one I'm hoping to, to get out and see today. Uh, It just, I've heard nothing but good things. It sounds like it's very fun. I know Pete enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, He posted over in the Slack group that he pretty much thought it washed away uh, any issues that there were with the first and second Thor movies. I think he said you could even just pretend they didn't even exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I guess he's considering,
2: you know, the first two Thor movies, like the star Wars prequels. They just, they, they, they were there, but they had, there's no need to see them anymore. So That's I'm, so funny. I'm in, intrigued. I, I, I'm not surprised because I think the director, from what I've seen, you know, Taika Waititi. I've seen you know Hunt for the Wilder People. JJ and I did that uh, trailer rewind, and I did go back and I did see one of his earlier films, Boy, which yep. is a, a really fun movie. It, he is able to handle you know comedy, but still some heavy drama. So I'm. You know, was not surprised to hear that, you know, Thor is just a really enjoyable movie because he just, I don't know, makes very entertaining things. And then um, his vampire thing, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, was just hilarious. So I'm very much looking forward to see what he does with, you know, the full arsenal of the the Marvel studio and all, all that budget behind it and what he pulls off.
1: Well, the trailers have always looked fantastic. And I know you don't watch them, but I, I think they, they just look great. And even, like, down to the poster design. I, I think there's some of the most exciting Marvel posters that we've had. I, I love the, just the design with, like, all the characters, like, lined up right vertically down the center with just yes. the incredible wash of color across the whole thing. It's just, like, it's a beautiful poster. Why don't more of them do interesting things like that? That, to me, says a lot about what Taika is bringing to this universe and that it's something that's colorful and, and vibrant and unique. Definitely. So cool. Well, I, my, uh, movie going week, I've co- certainly fell off the, uh, the blot Nelson uh, zone and it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> just not been one of those weeks. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think I've watched, uh, one movie all week pretty much. So it's been very slow, uh, just, and it was catching up with my Ricardo Dardine series. So, uh, but yeah, it's been a slow week. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. I haven't even had a chance to get into, uh, into, uh, stranger things. It's been terrible.
2: That holiday season—it's going to get worse. There's going to be more and more great movies coming out, and I'm going to get further and further behind. I just
1: exactly. Ah, uh, well, what are you going to do? I will say, going back to Thor, though. Wow, that thing looks like it's going to just, uh, you know, stomp the box office, uh, or I should say, hit the box office with its uh, with its <laughs> hammer. Um, it's just—it's one of those Marvel movies, but it's just. Um, I, I think looking at it, it says that it's delivered the seventh largest preview. Uh, gross for a title in the marvel cinematic universe it opened uh it brought in 14.5 million on uh, its thursday night opening which i guess is just behind spider-man homecoming and i'd wow. say for a thor movie is uh is great you know it's uh, it's doing good for itself so it's only behind spider-man homecoming iron man 3 guardians of the galaxy 2 the Avengers, Captain America Civil War, and Avengers Age of Ultron. Beat out Guardians of the Galaxy. Interesting. And it's getting really great reviews. So uh, we'll see how it ends up faring against the uh, the rest of the uh, superhero clan. Yeah, I keep seeing this, uh, you know, best-reviewed Marvel movie ever or something like that
2: sort of, you know, headline going around. So I'm I, thinking that this is going to, yeah, just I, I, from what I hear, uh, the reviews, just the positive response. I think this was one that's going to have a huge opening. And I think we'll just continue to grow because I, what I've heard about you know sort of the production was the movie came in sort of with a really short runtime, and then they went back in to add in more jokes. So I don't <laughs> know. I, I'm thinking you know, looking at sort of the direction that Guardians of the Galaxy went, uh, you know, just having that lighter, fun side to it that Marvel does so well, and knowing that they had a good film to start with and then to just add on to that. Right. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to it.
1: I'm curious. Uh, I think that, you know, LB, LBJ uh, and A Bad Mom's Christmas are the other two movies that opened opposite this weekend. And it seems like the, the studios releasing those thought long and hard about, okay, is our movie something that could be a good, uh, you know, counter to Thor? And it, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think those are necessarily stealing the Thor audience, so they might have done a good job I certainly uh, have already heard from some uh, women who have gone to see a bad mom's Christmas who think that it's just hilarious. So I have a feeling it's good counter programming. Well, I think some of those moms would probably want to go see
2: Chris Hemsworth, too. So they're, sure, they're, absolutely. They may d- double dip this weekend. They may,
1: absolutely. So, uh, should we do trailers? Yeah, we can do some trailers. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, yeah, I have the no, red band no, rule. What am I get saying? You
0: Stop
2: being gracious. You just, you know, you announced your trailer in Slack and said, ah, red band rule in your face. Take that. What and I, was I it, thinking?
1: It, it's, it's one to talk about. It absolutely is one to talk about. I had heard that this movie um, was coming out, but I had forgotten completely about it. It is I, Tanya, which is a biopic about uh, Tanya Harding. And her uh, rise in the uh, U.S. figure skating championships only to lead to the um, the downfall after taking out Nancy Kerrigan. And the trailer looks just bonkers. Like, I really knew nothing about Danya Harding in her life. I don't know how accurate this particular story is. But, wow, I, it, they paint such an interesting portrait of who this woman is that... I was just totally invested. It just it it got me so excited watching this trailer. Um, Craig Gillespie is directing it, and he had done some films that you know. It surprises me kind of that he is doing this. I mean, he had done um, your favorite film, The Finest Hours. In fact, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure oh, no. I, I'd love to hear that line in the background of of I Tanya, <laughs> just like she did. That's almost just terrible now that i say that oh. <laughs> break her legs just, just like, like she did <laughs> yeah
2: well and even the i went and looked at the the writer too because the the trailer has a really interesting tone to it and it's written by stephen rogers and looking at his credits hope floats you know the comedy well rom-com i don't know maybe more of a drama with uh Sandra Bullock from you know like this late 90s thing. We've got Stepmom, the Julia Roberts, Susan Sarandon one. Uh, Kate and Leopold, P.S. I Love You. Uh, just, you know, these has hinge more on the, the drama, but what I'm getting out of the I, Tanya, it's maybe because it was the red band and there's just, they're just the, the vulgarity of, you know, sort of the environment she's growing up in it feels more comic but i mean there is a a darker drama to this so it's an interesting tone to this film that yeah it just seems very different from you know from the writer and director so i'm intrigued by what this this trailer is presenting
1: yeah very much so and just to confirm um the writer stephen rogers is not captain america i did Uh actually (laughs) confirm that just to make sure (laughs) But um, Margot Robbie plays uh, Tanya Harding, and she just looks great. Like, this is the sort of role that an actress or an actor can get that just, I mean, it turns them into um, really kind of like somebody who's garnering those big mega roles, right? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see her name at the Oscars, at least just based on what I've seen in the trailer here. But, I mean, she's in it with Bobby Cannavale, Sebastian Stan, uh, we got Alice and Janney just brilliantly playing her mother. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just <laughs> cannot wait to watch the full performance because what we get out of Alice and Janney in this trailer is just, uh, just awful, evil brilliance. I just loved it. So... Uh, yeah, this is just it's a it's an exciting film and uh or it's an exciting trailer and I can only imagine the and only hope that the film is gonna have as much energy as the trailer trailer does. It just looks great. And it looks like it's gonna be opening uh December uh what is it? December eighth here in the States. And then it'll looks like the rest of the world's gonna sl- be slowly getting releases uh January, February into March, but it doesn't have a lot of releases outside of the u.s yet just russia belgium spain the uk france and germany so hopefully it will expand a little more beyond that this is
2: sort of the the surprise you know again filling up the holiday season here of of movies that look really entertaining fun and what really pulled me in with this trailer is how there looks like they're structuring the film because this isn't just sort of your your straight biopic it looks like it's she's narrating parts of it it's sort of a film that's very self-aware of itself as a film it seems so that's interesting I like that take on a a story like this because I think if you try and tell it straight you're going to end up sort of in that melodrama zone but this is going in the exact opposite of that direction so sort of a unique structure and
1: approach to telling this story So, kind of a Wolf of Wall Street sort of vibe just that that same energy yeah absolutely
2: Yeah, very much looking forward to this.
1: Cool. Well, what's your trailer? So
2: my trailer was uh, tough to find. (laughs) Sort <laughs> of digging, digging through the weeds here, trying to find something new and interesting because uh, a lot of the films, the trailers have been out for a few weeks, so that the bigger pieces. So I found sort of smaller film uh, it's called Permanent, which is a comedy about, according to IMDb, a comedy about bad hair, adolescence, and socially awkward family members. It involves a life-altering permanent and poorly made to toupee. Uh, so this is um, sort of right in my wheelhouse of family movies for teens or parents of teens, just dealing with that social awkwardness of growing up in a family that is just odd. Uh, this is starring uh, rain Wilson as a dad with a horrible, horrible toupee. And then you've got... <laughs> Patricia Arquette is is mom, and again, you've just got ridiculous parents, and uh, Kira McLean as the daughter who decides, and this is set in the early 80s, to go get a permanent, and it is the worst permanent ever, and of course, there is nothing worse uh, than being an adolescent (laughs) and having something horribly atrocious happen to your appearance, and uh, just, you know, sort of that life, the awkwardness of growing up, uh, school, the whole... Anxiety and social awkwardness. uh, Just something that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, This is from uh, Colette Burson, uh, who has not uh, directed anything major. She's more known for uh, TV. She was the writer, producer, and director, uh, created the HBO series Hung, and the FX series The Riches. So sort of moving from TV to the big screen with this one. Uh, what i like about it is that it's pg13 something i can take my kids to maybe enjoy
1: as a, a family something we can all relate to in the, the awkwardness of growing up what i love about the the trailer and uh, my sense of what the story is going to be is through this this horrible permanent that uh this young girl gets it's it almost becomes this this finding herself sort of story about figuring out finding her own power and her ability to kind of stand up for herself and be her own person and everything and I love stories like that. It's it makes it exciting to see that, you know, something like this bad physical appearance decision can turn into something for her that helps her uh find herself and find the friends that she should be hanging out with and just everything. I I love yeah. that sense of the trailer here. And just the cast, I mean, you're right, Patricia Arquette and Rain Wilson as the two parents. I mean, they just are hilarious and they're brilliantly cast. And uh that awful hair that Rain Wilson has <laughs> is just <laughs> So funny. So, I'm very excited for this one. It looks great. Uh, what's the scoop on its release? So, right
2: now, uh, there's not a whole lot of information about release. It is, you uh, know, sh- showed at the uh, Austin Film Festival on October 27th. So, I think right now it's just playing the festival circuit. So, I'm interested to see what happens with wider distribution it is got a couple other festivals coming up uh let's see uh the virginia film festival (laughs) on november 11th for anybody uh out east there looking for something to do on veterans day might be able to check it out at the virginia film festival it has also played the uh, twin cities film festival uh that was back on october 28th so Nothing wider than that yet, so hoping to see this maybe get uh, picked up in
1: uh, a small distribution so people get a chance to see it out in theaters. Fantastic. Well, I think it looks great and uh, definitely looking forward to checking this one out. so awesome. Well, I guess we should jump into our lists here, huh it's, it's, let's get listy, but let's, let's uh, get so let's get listy. <laughs> so this was a, this was a, the rule was
2: as I have it, movies with stamps in them. Was, was yes. that as broad as it was? It was just movies with stamps.
1: Well, I, I I mean, I think we tried making it a little more broad, where, you know, ideally the stamp, it doesn't necessarily have to be part of the plot, but it should be something that at least is prominently pointed out at some point. <laughs> So, you know. It's, so it's, not
2: just a guy happens to drop a letter in the mailbox. Right. Oh, there you... must have been a stamp on it. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Okay. The, um, and, you know, for, for our, uh, listeners, you know, our lists that we do here, we, um, we tie them into our shows. And this week's show was, uh, the first, it was kicking off our Ricardo Darin series, the uh, fantastic Argentinian actor with, uh, his 2000 film, uh, Nine Queens, in which it's about two con artists who are trying to, um, they have these, these fake stamps, the nine, uh, it, it's this queen stamp and it's this sheet of nine of them. And they are trying to, um, pawn off these fake stamps to somebody and, and, uh, it's a really great film. Uh, and that is what inspired our list. So, uh, why don't you kick us off, Steve? What's your first film involving stamps <laughs> in some okay. prominent ish sort of way. <laughs> okay. So mine are in.
2: Increasing order of of the importance of the stamp to the story,
1: I think. Maybe.
2: Okay, I I don't know. we'll, we'll see what that makes. <laughs> I guess sense. we'll find out. So, so my first one is nineteen forties, The Shop Around the Corner, uh, okay. which is an American romantic comedy film, uh, which is about two employees at a leather goods shop in Budapest who can't stand each other but don't realize that they are secretly sort of. Pen pals with each other through these letters that they've been uh, corresponding through. So if that story sounds familiar to you, yes, it is. I think the the story was the inspiration for the uh, You've Got Mail. Uh, However, here, because it's 1940, we don't have email. We've actually got physical letters being mailed back and forth. And this is starring uh, Jimmy Stewart, uh, Margaret Sullivan, and Frank Morgan. The name of the movie, Shop Around the Corner, I think was actually the name of the bookstore in uh, You've Got Mail, so there is that connection. Mm. But it's a nice sort of little romantic comedy uh, from the 40s, light, fun. If you're looking for a nice classic movie, definitely recommend it.
1: What I love about that film is it's light and funny, but it also, there's there's some darkness in there. Like, you know, some characters go through some oh, hard yeah. times. And yeah. it's, I found that so interesting in that film uh, that it, it t- went to some of those places. I think there's a lot more... Uh, to look into that film. It's definitely something to check out. And uh, in my money, that's the one to watch more so than You've Got Mail. Yes. Even though I'm a Tom Hanks fan. So there, I said it. Okay, so my first pick. Um, I you know I, I have one, one of my top five favorite films, which is on my list. It definitely features stamps. I'm going to try to save it for last, and hopefully you won't steal it. But I'm going to go for some other ones that I think are... Um, my my recollection of this first one that I'm going to say is that it was a really fun movie. I don't know if it would hold up <laughs> now, I um, but I, I had so much fun watching this um, when I was a teenager, and it is the 1985 comedy that Walter Hill directed with Richard Pryor and John Candy, Brewster's Millions, which is a remake of the, I think it was a 1945 film? I can't remember exactly when the original came out, but what um, stands out in this film as far as stamps go there is this uh, basically uh, Brewster is challenged to, to either take a million dollars or he has to spend 30 million dollars within 30 days in order to inherit 300 million dollars so it's this this crazy scheme that these legal people or you near know, his relative had come up with something crazy I can't remember exactly what it is well and, and the money has to get spent he can't invest it or buy things with it that that last and so he buys this this uh, rare stamp, and I, I'm going to blank on which one it is, but it's the one with the upside-down plane. I know it has a, a name, but it's this a really pricey stamp. And the people who are, the lawyers who are watching him are cracking up because, they're like, ah, he finally screwed up. And then they get a letter, like a postcard from him in the mail, and it has that stamp on it. And it was just really kind of a funny little uh, nod. But, um, yeah, it might be a bad movie now, but... I really enjoyed it at the time. It is <laughs> Brewster's Millions. Yes, the name of the stamp is the Inverted Jenny. Oh, okay, there and
2: you go. Y- there you go. And you stole my number two movie. No, Andy. <laughs> I'm sorry. no, that's no. Because when I think of stamp, this is one of the first things that came to mind. Because as a as a teen watching this movie, it's it's that whole thing of like he's he's buying the stamp and he's got all these rules and he can't have any like physical assets and then just that sort of thumb in, thumb in the nose at them of like sending them the postcard and they're like laughing and then they look at it and there's the reveal of like there's the stamp he just you know blew whatever like a couple <laughs> million dollars on the stamp Uh yes oh. no it's gr- one of those things where I don't remember a whole lot about that movie but for some reason that's one of those scenes that just stuck with me yeah uh, I, same I, I here. guess it I think I don't know if it's the concept that there are you know stamp collectors and then there's these rare stamps and just the you know how valuable those things are and then to see him just use that I think as a kid <laughs> was just like why would you do that you you destroy the value of the stamp
1: oh that's so funny yeah
2: good stuff so, yeah that that's my number two okay I got, I got nothing else because my list is very I got no backups
1: you got a tight list all right yeah, I, it I was knew. a tricky one wasn't it yeah. I actually came oh, yeah. up with five if you can believe it oh wow okay. Technically six, but... Um, okay, so for my uh, second choice, and hopefully I'm not taking your number one. Oh, you probably are. <laughs> it is the uh, a really uh, touching film that I enjoyed quite a bit that uh, Ron Underwood directed in 1993. It is uh, with Robert Downey Jr., and it is Heart and Soul's. And this film um, had this really. Uh, it, I, it ended up being a lot more touching than I than I thought it was going to be. It's basically about this um, these these four people in the in the late fifties get on this bus and um, the bus crashes and um, uh, they their ghosts come back to um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character and he has to kind of help these ghosts um find their or, or kind of uh, amend their wrongs so that they their spirits can be released it's it's a kind of actually a very sweet little film i really enjoyed it one of these people on the bus happens to be this small time thief um, named milo peck um and milo was played by let's see if i can remember who played milo uh tom sizemore actually um and um he had uh was trying to find this uh, collection of vintage stamps. He'd conned this this kid out of these these stamps. And the thing that he has to do in order to uh, kind of amend his wrongs is he has to get these stamps back to him. And so, uh, so Robert Downey Jr. has to have, help him do that. And then he is released. It's just, it's a touching little film. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Again, I haven't seen it probably since it came out in uh, the early 90s. So maybe it doesn't hold up, but I really enjoyed it at the time. So um, that's my uh, number two. Never seen it. And I've
2: re- I rem- I remember hearing about this movie when it came out and, you know, looking at the cast, Robert Downey Jr., Charles Grodin, Alfrey Woodard, Kira Sedgwick, Tom Sizemore, David Paymer, Elizabeth Shue. I mean, yeah. all, you know, recognizable names and faces. Uh, yeah, one of those ones where I don't know how well that's going to hold up, because I think just the way films are are structured and stories are told has sort of transitioned over the past, you know, 25 years. So it might be one that I may, if it's available on streaming, check out. But it's not-
1: probably worth it just to yeah. see. Um, I'm actually curious to revisit this one. Maybe I will. And just uh, then I can report to you and let you know if it's worth it going back to or not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay oh, there you go yeah.
2: all right well, well my number one is the stamp movie i think and it, it it's such a great great film uh one that i did not know about that uh was a big uh was a favorite from my wives uh when we were dating. She said, you've got to see this movie. How can you be a film person and not see this movie? It is uh, just quirky, odd, funny. Audrey Hepburn, Gregory Peck, and Stanley Donnan's 1963 63 film, Charade. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I took your movie, didn't yes, I? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Oh, my gosh. I love this movie so much because it's just such – It's In the '60s, they made these just like great, funny, ridiculous. Not quite. Yeah, I guess it's got some screwball elements to it. uh, Of you know, got to find the money. It's the big quest for the money. You know, Audrey Hepburn's you know husband is you know has this money that's hidden, and his uh, friends from the war are after it. And big spoiler here: the money is actually hidden in the value of these very, very rare stamps which is where this, the stamps come in, but just a, a huge cast. You've got Walter Matthau, James Coburn, George Kennedy as well, and just a, a big, you know, chase film about finding the money and there's murder and double agents and who's really who. Uh, and it just handles it in a way that is so much fun.
1: It's, it is a blast. It is such a great film. It is one of my top five favorite films of all time. I, I really love that film um I, I did have on my list as a as an option if i if you took it to potentially go with the uh the not quite as good remake that Jonathan Demi did, but I have a hard time going with that one because it wasn't one of my favorites um i and I'm torn between these last two that i uh that i want to go with because one i my recollection of it is it wasn't that great of a movie <laughs> okay. but um but it's, uh, but I found it interesting. Um, I, I feel like I should not go with it because, uh, unfortunately, my recollection of the stamp element of it is, is pretty thin. But what I am going to go with is, unfortunately, the stamps, they aren't a prominent part of the story, even though they, they are a nice little element of the story. And uh, the movie is Fargo. And it is uh, a brilliant film that has nothing to do with stamps, other than the fact that, that our uh, protagonist uh, brilliantly uh, played by, um, well, now I say that, I'm, I don't know why I'm all of a sudden blanking on her name. but um, Frances it, McDormand? Frances McDormand, thank you, <laughs> brilliantly playing Marge Gunderson. Um, her husband um uh, played by uh John Carroll Lynch a- aka the creepiest uh, zodiac out there. <laughs> um he is um his passion is painting uh, ducks and and birds and stuff and he's painting these mallards over the course or, or this mallard painting over the course of the film to to be uh you know he's trying to Win the stamp competition so that his stamp will be or his painting will be featured on this three cent postage stamp. I totally forgot about that part of the story. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's just it's this random small little part, but it's this nice character moment. And technically, I don't think he's actually aiming for the three cent stamp. I think he's aiming for something bigger, but he ends up getting the three cent stamp. And his friend his friend's painting is on the main stamp. And Marge is like, "Oh, it's okay. You know, a lot of people still need those three cent stamps. When they raise the <laughs> rates, you know, yours is the one that they'll be using." It's this—it's just this beautiful character moment between the, the the husband and wife that that really kind of allows you into their world outside of the awfulness. So you've got the awful stuff going on, on the outside, and then just these small tender things, and it's this beautiful little thing. And I, I really enjoy that element of the story. So. Um, and we have talked about that one on the show, but you took my, <laughs> you took <charade. laughs> the other one was paycheck. And I, you know, I don't know if you remember, um, paycheck oh, at yeah, all. Yeah. It wasn't, um, I don't recall it being great. It was John Wu's attempt at doing a, a Philip K. Dick story. Um, and I remember that like one of the stamps that, um, that Ben Affleck gets, it like has a, a micro dot on it. That's got a clue. And I, I just can't remember enough of it. I'd have to rent that again and. Not sure I <laughs> want to do that. <laughs>
2: You'd you know. have to watch it, and you don't want I'd to through that. To You'd rather it. risk heart, heart and souls again, exactly. over a paycheck. That's where okay. I am. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, so that's our list. I think they're pretty good. Yeah. I, I would love to uh, have heard what Pete came up with, considering it was a pretty uh, a thin <laughs> world of, of stamp uh, movies yes. uh, out there. So, yeah, I think we probably would
2: have shut him down. Pretty I fast. think so. I, I think I, so. I don't know. we'll 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 never know. Or, or he'll he'll come in just ta- taunting us with this list that he's now going to spend the next week digging up his more obscure stamp movie list.
1: <laughs> I can't but. believe you didn't think of blah blah <laughs> blah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so what have we got? What have I got to prep for next week? what are, What are we going to be doing for our our next list?
1: Okay, so our next film that we'll be talking about next week in our Ricardo Dadin series is Son of the Bride, his uh, 2001 film. And for this, it involves uh, his parents kind of uh, getting remarried, and so we're going to be talking about films with weddings in them, which I think should make for, uh, give us a lot more options than we had than with stamps. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. movies with weddings in them. (laughs) There's just a few. There are just a few. (laughs) Just a few. No, that
2: gives us a lot of territory to go, so stories with with weddings in them. All right. Yes. I can do that.
1: excellent well i'm looking forward to it and uh yeah i guess that's it so if you're tuning into the show you are one of our patreon supporters and we appreciate you so thank you for uh tuning in thank you for pitching in and helping us keep doing what we're doing and uh steve i guess that's it so have a great rest of your weekend yeah gonna go try and watch some movies awesome all right everybody see you later see ya